Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're here. You thought I wasn't going to put out an episode. You were all fucking worried. But here I am, putting it out at the last minute. We're doing it like we always do. Woo! Yeah, having a good week, guys. I'm having a good week. was having a good one. Have, this past couple weeks have been flying by. Been doing a lot of stuff. That's why this is on. got put on the back burner. But we're here. We're doing the goddamn thing. And we're having a ball doing it, you know? I was having a great week, though. Having two fantastic weeks. Did some shows. Do some trying to write, work out new jokes. Things are all going all right. Um, but I was being followed, you guys. I was being followed all week. And, and I wish it was a stalker, you know? Just because then at least it's an entity I could fight and uh, blame for my, for my hardships, you know? At least with a physical, actual stalker. You can blame all your hardships on them. There is, it's the foolproof plan is to blame them, you know? Um, but it, it wasn't, I had a, I had a phantom following me around and I didn't know what it was. It was a smell, you guys. It was a smell and it started at work. Started at work. I was sitting at my desk and I kept getting a whiff. Just, just a nice big whiff. Just, what the fuck is that? Why am I, what is that smell I'm getting? And the only way I can describe it, guys, is it smelled like old wood chips in a hamster cage. Have you ever been around somebody who owns a kind of rodent or some kind of uh, even uh, a marsupial, if you will? I think marsupials are type are also a rodent, right? You know, just any kind, like a ferret, uh, a mouse, uh, a hamster, a guinea pig, even. Well, you know, all those different ones you get at the pet store because uh, you don't you get that because they piss in there and they, they and you put them in a ball and they piss in there. That's why as parents you get them. You think they're going to be cleaner. You think for your kid they'll be a cleaner animal. There's not as much cleanup. You know, it's all condensed into one box and stuff. But little did you realize by getting that vermin, and they're not vermin, they're cute. I like ferrets and stuff. That was a harsh word. That was, that was my fault. I didn't mean to come at the community like that, okay? I do apologize. That was the wrong thing. But what you don't realize about these pets, these members of your family, is they stink. They stink to high heaven, you guys, and they bring that stank with them. You know what I mean? Those wood chips get to smelling, and that is a difficult thing to get out of the house. And it just follows, you know? You just know when you walk into someone's house if they have a ferret or a guinea pig or a hamster. You can smell the wood chips. They got a distinct peed on slash like drooled on or if they have multiple sex even wood chips. Sex wood chips, you can't get that smell out. You you know. You know what's going on in those wood chips, dude. There's some filthy, dirty wood chips going on in there. But that's what it smelled like. That and it was bothering me all day. I thought it was somebody. You ever do that thing where you start like you realize like, oh man, it must be somebody else at my debt. You know, somebody around me, somebody at my work. Something smells. I don't know. It can't be me. And then I continue about my day, and I notice that it's you know, it's it only feels like it's at my desk. You know, that's the only time I smell it. So I'm I'm assuming it's got to be somebody over there. You know. And then I keep going throughout my day, and whatnot. And then I go over to my girlfriend's house. And we're hanging out, watching a movie, and I go, and that's when I hit. It hits me again. I just, oh no, 
I, that smells here. Do you smell that? Is what I said to her. She goes, "What smell? What?" No, it was like the dirty wood chip smell. <laughs> I was so dead set on that, that it smelled like dirty wood chips. The dirty wood chip smell. Don't you? Isn't it burning in your nostrils? She's like, "I, I don't know what you're talking about." And then there was like a brief moment, and then she goes, "Oh, now I can smell it. I, I can smell something." And then I just happened to finally look down at my feet, took a whiff of my socks. And sure as shit, it was my socks. And then I walked over to my shoes, and my shoes reeked exactly like this. And they were the ones I was wearing to work. I was passing judgment on everybody I walked by at work that day. And let alone this phantom sniff, this phantom smell that was haunting me all day was me. It was me, you guys. And that was embarrassing because my... I just would, didn't, didn't think I was the smelly guy. I thought I was past this. I was that kid in like high school, middle school, high school. My feet always stank. I remember my parents getting upset about it, you guys. My mom would walk in the house and be like, and she would know I was home based off of the smell at the bottom of the stairs where everybody kicked off their sneakers. She didn't even need to look for my sneakers. She could smell my sneakers. And I didn't know what to do about it. Like I every, They didn't complain to me about it. Like, what, man, your shoes smell so bad. I'm like, what do you want me to do? I don't know how you clean shoes. You hit them with Febreze, I guess. I tried that. I don't know what this smell. It, it, what what's happened with my new shoes? That's the worst part. These are like my brand new shoes I just got. Brand new DC sneakers. Love them. They're comfy. They're great. Honestly, I haven't been able to wear them much. Had a turf toe incident for a couple two months. Couldn't fucking barely walk. I had to wear the different types of shoes in order to make sure my foot didn't hurt it just just didn't those shoes were not working for the turf toe so i didn't even get to wear my brand new shoes for like two months and then now all of a sudden they smell and what causes it i don't know i'm trying to remedy though i'm trying to figure out the remedy maybe somebody out there knows how to clean shoes really good i don't i'm, I'm for breezing them i'm putting uh what do you call it uh dryer sheets in there trying to see if that'll absorb the fucking smell I might have to go back and do the old school newspaper in the shoe trick. That's what we did in high school for basketball. That was the only way we could get our, which was gross. Man, if you want to, like, if you have workout shoes and you want to know how gross your feet actually are after a workout and how much you sweat through your bottom of your feet, just stick a thing of newspaper in there and then check them the next morning. That newspaper sucks all that moisture out and the newspaper comes out all fucking wet and shit. It was, it's disgusting. And my basketball shoes were grotesque from that in high school, man. It, it, just disgusting. I remember I was doing that. And I had uh, these sick pair of uh, shoes in high school for high school basketball. They were Derek Jeter Jordans for basketball. Derek Jeter, who was a baseball player. He was so good at baseball that he had a Jordan sponsorship. I remember this. He had the Jordan batting gloves and all that stuff. Like He was wearing... Jordan stuff, playing baseball. And he was so good that they gave him a Jarek Jeter basketball shoe. They were so cool. And I played in them, and they were awesome. And then some dickhead stole them out of my locker. To this day, I never know what happened to those shoes. They were cool as hell, but they were gone. They stole the Jeters. They were so fucking cool. I miss those shoes. But back to the problem at hand, though. I don't know how to clean out those shoes. I've even hit him with some fucking smell good, you know? Hit him with some perfume, trying to drown that out. Hit him with some of Grandpappy's old perfume. My grandfather gave me a whole fucking box 
of cologne that he had for a long time. And I still ha- I kept a couple. Got rid of a lot of them. Still have some. But that shit, old man cologne is built different. It's You could spray it on gasoline and you would never smell anything from it. <laughs> it would cover up gasoline. That's how strong old man cologne is. And I think that's because they made it that strong because they know they had to cover up gasoline. This is, for, this is for the working man. This is cologne for the working man out in the middle of the field trying to cover up that must. That must that you're trying to get out. That working man must. Because, yeah, you're your woman. She loves a working man. But she doesn't want you to smell like one, you know. So you got to have that diesel. We got to have that diesel cover up. <laughs> and that's what it was for. But I've been trying to hit it with that. It's still there. And I think I, I think I figured out the source possibly. And I can't confirm this, but I think this is what happened. I think, I think, I think one of my parents' cats pissed in my shoe, you guys. I don't know how. I don't know why. But that's why I'm just, I'm leaning towards that. There's something like ammonious about it. That's why I was making the wood chip hamster thing. It smelled like used wood chips in a hamster case because piss is involved somehow. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they just marked it or what, but all I know is the fucking shoe stink, and I'm trying to get it out. It's working. I'm slowly getting there, but it sucks. I'm just trying so hard, and it, it, it bothers me. Just a new pair of shoes, new great pair of shoes, and dealing with this now. First world problems. Oh my God, my sneakers! My sneakers don't want. I, I don't want to throw them out because then I'm even more of a first world piece of shit. All oh, these fucking stink. I'm gonna give them a goodwill and whatever. No, we're not doing that. We're not going out like that. We're gonna salvage them because I'm a goddamn man. Maybe I'll just walk around and have my piss shoes. I'll just walk around in my piss shoes all goddamn day. Smell it. That'll be my new musk. That'll be my signature scent. My piss shoes. <laughs> Oh, that's ridiculous. <sighs> yeah, I've just, I, so I know I didn't say anything to any coworkers, but sorry to my coworkers that I was sitting here thinking about that. I was thinking that somebody on my team smelled, and it was somebody on my team. It was me. I didn't once think to turn and take the blame myself, but here we are. Sometimes you just can't. You don't want to. You don't want to acknowledge your own stank, but because especially when I pride myself on taking a shower and showing up clean every day to work. But it happens. It is what it is. I don't know. But I guess being at a new job, at least I know that no one's going to confront me about it. They don't know anything. Maybe something happened. Maybe they didn't even notice, which would be the the ideal situation is nobody noticed. I feel like people on my team would have voiced their opinion if they'd heard something. I don't. I just keep my mouth shut. Go in, do my job, and get out. Try to spend as minimal time there as possible to get the maximum amount of pay. And that's how you do an office job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> speaking of which let's get into what i found this week for you guys huh yeah let's get let's get that going so this week i found a nice little thing you know because jobs are important and i know some of you probably are out there looking for new jobs i was recently and i was able to find one but there's always tips and tricks to help you find a new job right 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 well, now I found something on Popular Science. I've been using Pop Science. Thank you, Popular Science. You should sponsor this podcast. I'll just start doing all your articles all the time and breaking them down and reading. It's the only way people are going to read them is if I read them for them. That's why it's called Not Worth the Time, you guys. But here's some nice tips and tricks or some research done. LinkedIn recently, so, uh, recent social research reveals that what helps get people jobs. 
the Microsoft-owned company, uh, is the latest platform conducting social experiments on its users, and here's what they've learned. So, they've been conducting experiments on LinkedIn, which is another reason why I didn't want to use LinkedIn. I know that you just can't have a free website, and they're just getting, I don't understand how they make money. But every other website that's like social media is free. So I guess maybe they're making money their own way too. I don't know. I didn't look into it. I just don't want to have a business social media. That sounds gross. Maybe I should start one for comedy. Maybe if I did a LinkedIn for comedy. Mm -hmm. Idea here. I could get booked more. Hmm. That might not be a bad idea. I'm gonna look into it. <laughs> God, that'd be crazy if I, I be I dang cook myself into fame based off of my social networking on LinkedIn. <laughs> I just do what he did with Facebook, but I do it on LinkedIn. That'd be pretty sick, actually. I'm not gonna lie, that'd be a pretty a pretty big flex on a lot of people. No, I made I got huge off LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn becomes the new Instagram. I just post clips on <laughs> LinkedIn of my stand up. Oh, that'd be great. LinkedIn may have a reputation uh as a uh, regulatory, relatively boring social network, a virtual version of uh, networking happy hour filled with people uh, wearing lanyards. Uh, man, they just made everybody seem like dorks who use LinkedIn. But it's, uh, but it, in the news, news thanks to some recent uh, research it undertook uh, and the interesting findings it led to. A group of researchers from Harvard, Stanford, MIT, and LinkedIn recently published a, the results of a five-year-long study on social connections and job mobility in the Journal of Science. From 2015 to 2019, LinkedIn played with its underlying algorithm that powered its people-you-may-know feature by randomly varying varying the amounts of weak and strong contacts suggested as new connections to 20 million of its users. LinkedIn measured the mutual connections and interactions between the users in order to cal uh, calculate strong ties to close friends and weak ties uh, to more uh, occupation. Uh, wait, wait, more uh whatever, something acquaintances, uh, in series of micro experiments that uh, later analyzed with other experts, it found that people were more likely to get jobs through weak ties, especially in more digital industries. This finding is in line with the influential uh, sociological theory proposed in 1973 that said the casual contexts tend to be more important sources of inf new information and opportunities than close friends. I, I'm sure I'm going to read more about this, but that makes total sense. Like is the fact that that was even established in 1973. Most of the people you get jobs from or who are willing to uh, vouch for, like being a weaker time means that they don't know you intimately, and they're not going to fill in the blanks of how you would be at a job. If that that makes sense to me, like if you know somebody very well and you know them. Uh, and you've known them for a long time, You, especially if you've been friends with them like eight, nine years, you know some of their more intricate workings of their habits, their mentality, their work ethic. You're just going to be able to kind of put how they would, you'd frame how they're going to accept that job pretty easily. 
you know, whereas if they're more casual t people, they, you can just show your work that you've done so far. It's just showing them a resume. Or in this instance, when they're talking about like the digital industry, you're just showing them a portfolio of the work you've done, whether it be websites, video editing, um, you know, meeting scheduling or whatever you do, you can just show your portfolio and that's just your work. And that's what's speaking for you. And then your habits or traits aren't getting put in that mix as much. That makes, that's what makes sense to me. Uh, basically it comes down to, you can hide who you really are. <laughs> that's why going into job interviews rules. When you go into a company where you're getting interviewed by people who don't know you, you're just gonna, you can do your not BS your way through it. You're still trying to tell the truth in some capacity, but you can't fluff up the truth. Like it, that's, it's no wonder a lot of times when you see internal um, hiring happening, whether for certain jobs to fill a position like a, like a, like a, what, what do you call it? An assistant manager to a manager. It, it You do see people get moved up into that role a lot, but it's all, people who, but you also see a lot of outside hires get hired for the assistant manager a lot because the manager knows their subordinates who are trying to get that job and they can just picture, they just sit there and picture how you're going to be in that position. <laughs> you can't BS that around that, okay? They've seen your behavior. They, look, they have stats on your workload, okay? You can't get around that. All right. LinkedIn is a platform owned by Microsoft which intended its users to... Uh, use these insights to make better algorithms uh, for all its users. And in its privacy policy, the company does note that the user's personal data can be used for research purposes, but uh, experts recently voiced their concern to the New York Times that these behind-the-scenes tweaks can have long-term negative consequences for their users. Yeah, no shit. Every algorithm does. They just kind of fuck around. You can literally influence an entire generation you've noticed this now through instagram tiktok all that shit like anytime you have an algorithm it's pumping through and it's showing you what you either want to see or what they want you to see it's it's all whatever anyway i'm not gonna go down that ramp uh the findings suggest that some users are better access to job opportunities or meaningful differences in access to job opportunities michael zimmer uh, Mike Zimmerman? Oh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Mike Zimmer. Uh, Michael Zimmer, as an associate professor of computer science and director of the Center of Data Ethics and Society at Marquette University, told the New York Times, uh, these are the kinds of long-term consequences that need to be uh, contemplated. Uh, contemplated. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Man, my brain's dumb. Uh, when you think of the ethics of engaging in this kind of big data research, transparency is not only the issue with the companies are grappling with. LinkedIn has also been dealing with the emergence of uh, emerging incidences of uh, connection fraud. As recent investigation by MIT tech review showed scammers with false identities took advantage of multi, uh, of mutual connections to gain their victims trust whoa people are scamming people on linkedin 
that makes sense. <laughs> You're applying for a job like that's oh my god, what a horrible like way to get scammed though. Like ba anytime you get scammed for like money or whatever, but in this case, I feel like you could really steal somebody's identity super easy. Because you're gonna you're gonna send them a, a sheet, be like, "Hey, here's your th employee documents you need to fill out. Like, we need your address, your social security number, and all that stuff. Like, all your jobs need that stuff. So if you're recruiting somebody via online LinkedIn, like, if you send them a document and have them fill it out, you could get most of their information. Oh man, that's scary as fuck. Uh, it's not usual unusual for tech companies to piv uh, pilot tests various features on small groups of users however large-scale uh, disclosure social experiments by big tech companies have historically been met with mixed receptions in a 2014 Facebook study analyzing how users mood could be influenced by manipulating news feeds content for example uh, this was met with backlash <laughs> okay Cupid had the same in that same year also fussed up to fudging their compatibility scores in order to see if it affects the user behavior on the site whoa okay Cupid Cupid, like the number 10 dating site of all dating sites, was trying to be like, hey, we should just, you know what we should do? Well, people already don't use us, so let's fuck with the user base we have. <laughs> let's just start feeding people bullshit. You know what? I, at least when I was using it in two, uh, 2014 now, I can, I can at least say, uh, okay, Cupid, the reason I wasn't getting matches is because they were fucking with my algorithm. I wasn't because I'm a, I was a loser in 2014. <laughs> I got a built-in excuse now, though. Okay, uh, you know, I was doing well on Plenty of Fish, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I remember the 2014 uh, Facebook study, though. Uh, that came to light, I feel like, right after the 2016 uh, uh, presidential election like when people were really on about all that shit <laughs> and all of a sudden they're like yeah we've actually run tests about that like when we like put certain things in your news feed you guys get real upset <laughs> turns out we can really p ruin your fucking day <laughs> modern psychologists and sociologists uh too are looking at the internet and its various applications as a way to study friendships, social networking, online culture, and the impact on our behavior. But psychologists as psychology as a field uh, has long conducted with the uh, conduct uh, yeah can. Yeah, okay. uh, with the issues surrounding the ethics uh, in an experiment and the concept of deceiving its uh, patrons. Uh, Many of the classic studies from the 1900s would, uh, thankfully, it not be possible to conduct today. Uh, just think of the twin experiments from the Stafford Prison Experiment and Stafford Prison Experiment. Yeah, they used to separate twins all the time yeah, back in the day. The 1970s, there was just like, oh yeah, it turns out one of your twins died. Uh, here's this one, though, and then uh, we get. It turns out like two. You know, 20 years later, like, oh, here's this other twin, and it just completely fucked up. There's a whole documentary about the triplets that they did that to. They, these triplets were born, they put them in different socioeconomic families. So, like, a poor family, a middle-class family, and then a r super rich family. And it's one of the fucking wildest things ever. The fact that it was even allowed to happen is beyond bonkers. It's the... some science. Everybody acts like science is like this great beacon 
and that they, they, it's it's clean. Science is just doing things nicely, and we're just figuring out how the world. It science has had monsters in order to figure out things that they've done. There have been human atrocities committed to science just to figure out how the world works, how the human body works. Half, I think if you trace back like some of the earliest like reasonings and understanding of like autopsies or like the human uh, body itself, like knowing the organs and stuff are probably done by medieval torture. They just pick dudes off of the street and let some fucking mad scientist of the king figure out what a spleen did. You know, it, it it's, it's crazy. And you can even trace back some of the atrocities to, I believe, to the church because the church, uh, believe it or not, most people don't. But you can actually find research that shows that the Catholic Church was uh, heavily into science and trying to prove the existence of God, basically. Um, but they were using science. It just they just called it faith <laughs> instead. Well, they were trying to prove the uh, prove that stuff. Science has a dark past. I believe, too, uh, there's a lot a lot of uh, documentation that came out from what the Nazis did even during World War II. Like, some of the their findings from their war crimes that they did are used for uh, references and studies to this day, which is fucking horrifying when you think about it. Like... It's it's uh it's pretty sickening to know that they did all of that, but then we still use some of the data they they collected from it. It's fucking gross. It's uh not a cool thing, not a fun fact, but true facts. Unfortunately, understanding where the boundaries lie between research, tech platforms, and un uh unwitting users in the same way, uh simply uh, the twenty first century uh. Irritation of the ongoing challenge, yeah. So, interesting stuff. It's it, I like I I liked where they like I I guess that was an interesting. I thought they were gonna go more into the the details of everything, but uh, I, it turns out they were just like, hey, did you know you're being experimented on? That was more of like a, a dog whistle to be like, hey, do you know all those things that you use before you go to bed, like just to scroll and entertain yourself? They're they're watching you. They're they're n maybe not physically, but they're checking your every move it was very weird i didn't think that's where that article was gonna go i thought i was gonna get you guys some tips i guess the tips is uh just be friends with strangers online so you can get jobs <laughs> talk to strangers on linkedin uh don't give them your social until you meet them in person <laughs> and you might get a new job might be able to climb the corporate ladder a little bit you know, you know where you don't have to climb a corporate ladder you guys punninggame.com that's right you get it's it's Equal across the board. You got access to all the shows right there at punninggame.com. You got this show, Not Worth the Time. You got Who Gives It F with myself and Nathan. You got The Empty Parlor with um, with Matt. He's doing his thing over there. Go check it. Matt and Jeff are fucking killing it at The Empty Parlor. So go check out their shit, man. And then uh, you got all the back catalogs of all the other great podcasts we have on the website. So go check that out. And don't forget to go to... Uh, YouTube and subscribe to Comic Wade Taylor. That's where you can find my half hour Wild Horses. So check out that. Would appreciate that. Uh, and you can find the video version of this podcast so you can watch me struggle reading an article. Isn't that fun? <laughs> and then before you get guys hop off, uh, holiday season's coming up. It's sweather weather season. That's right. So go to punninggame.com, you guys. Go to punninggame.com and go to the punning game shop where you can find yourself t shirts, hoodies, and all sorts of cool shit that you can get for. 
uh, this upcoming cold season. So get yourself something nice and don't forget to use promo code NWTPOD. That's NWTPOD, and that's free shipping at checkout when you use that promo code. Guys, this has been not worth the time. I appreciate you guys checking it out, and have a good rest of your week. Remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do.